Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Now, a big match week for two teams in particular, and that is Arsenal and Liverpool, who played double games in this week. So, it's only right. Let's review their matches and let's see how they did. So, the first game was Leicester City versus Arsenal, which concluded as 1-0 to Arsenal. So, Arsenal started match week 25 in great fashion claiming a 1-0 victory against Leicester City, who, to be fair, were in great form coming into this game, having beaten Spurs last week, uh, which was 4-1, I, I believe, I remember. Um, Trossard thought he had opened the scoreline for Arsenal. With a great hit from the outside of the box. Uh, unfortunately, it was disallowed due to infringement on the Leicester goalkeeper, which for me was the correct decision. By the way, Arsenal fans, what a signing Trossard has been. If I, if I must say so, he was a player that I personally believe would be a great signing considering that you missed out on Mudrik. I know a lot of Arsenal fans were quite deflated about that and thought, oh, we've gone from Mudrik to Trossard. But look what he's done. He's Premier League proven player. He knows his role. He knows what he can bring to the table. And I know a lot of Arsenal fans had their doubts. For me, he's been a great addition and has shown proof and this was one of the games where he really shined. Moments later, after that incident, uh, Saka was able to pull one back. Uh, sorry, Saka was actually pulled down in the box. And Arsenal thought they were able to open the scoreline um, by hopefully getting a penalty. But the referee completely ignored the incident. I personally think it was a foul. And a penalty should have been awarded to Arsenal for that Saka challenge. But the winning goal came in the opening minute of the second half. Cheeky nutmeg and pass from Trossard that puts Martinelli through on goal and he slots the ball clinically in the bottom corner. Nice finish from the Brazilian winger. Arsenal almost had a second goal with Saka hitting the back of the net, but Martinelli was margin offside. Also correct decision there. So, tricky start. Uh, it could have been where Arsenal... Would have had more goals in the game, but at the end of the day, Trossard for me was one of the top performers in that game. Arsenal's collective did well and got enough in the bag to get the three points. So the second game, which took place yesterday, was Arsenal versus Everton. So four 0 victory for Everton. I'm sorry for Arsenal against Everton. Bit of revenge considering the previous game, which was a one 0 loss. Uh, I think that was the manager bounce there with Sean Dyche uh, managing his first game for Arsenal there. So that puts Arsenal five points clear in top spot right now. I think they're doing really well. I think they're on track to claim their first title in I think it's 19 years. So let's see how, how, they, how they, they continue with their run. On to the second team that had a double game week is Liverpool. So their first game was Crystal Palace versus Liverpool, which was a nil-nil. To be honest, there's really not much much to say about this game. It has to be one of the worst games of football I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, it was so boring. There's nothing. There's literally nothing happening for either team. I was literally. Browsing on my phone, 
whilst the game was being played and there was no action happening whatsoever, I think watching paint dry would be more entertaining than this game. So I don't want to waste any more time <laughs> reviewing this game because th there wasn't really much to talk about. So let's talk about the second fixture. So Wolves, again, I think this is like the 200th time we've played Wolves this season. So going into the game, I wasn't in high spirit um, coming from a draw against Crystal Palace. We really lacked lustre performance. I literally felt like this going into this game. Oh, shit. Here we go again. But thankfully, it was a victory that helped, I think, the mood of the Liverpool fans. Definitely was a positive uh, game in the end. Didn't start off that way, um, I would say. I would say it's quite a flat performance um, from both teams where I think formation in terms of Liverpool wasn't a huge surprise in terms of seeing Nunes start and Jota. I think Jota does need uh, more games to try and get regain his form. Um but yeah, a lot of the players, especially the Liverpool players, for me, they were very wasteful in possession. They just lacked that killer pass in the final third. One of the players who had numerous chances was Elliot, a player that I highlighted in the match preview who could be pivotal in terms of the win. He didn't get on the score sheet, but he had some good chances. So his movement was really good. And I think he definitely should score at least one of, I think, three, four chances that he had. Uh, second half was a completely different game. Uh, they took off Sarabia and brought on Adama Traore, which allowed the game to be more of an open fixture. Nunes scored the goal, but unfortunately it was ruled out by VAR as Jota fouled Kilman in the build-up. I think it was the correct decision. It wasn't the strongest of fouls or tackles, but there was some contact made. And once the referee reviewed it on the VAR monitor, it was always going to be uh, ruled out for for infringement. So that was a no surprise in regards to that incident there. But Liverpool finally managed to break the deadlock moments later and it came from a set piece uh, from Trent Alexander-Arnold. Hits a beautiful cross from the left-hand side. Van Dijk heads the ball. Great one-handed save by Jose Sarr. But Jota, credit to him, manages to produce a cutback pass into the six-yard box. And then Van Dijk, great movement again, was able to head the ball into the back of the net. Great goal, great feeling for Liverpool there. I think the crowd were quite flat throughout the game, so that definitely cheered them up. The second goal was a great interchange between Gakpo and Simikas on the left-hand side. Simikas flies down the left wing, squares it to Salah, and then he produced the magic and scored his 20th goal of the game. <coughs> Considering he's having a terrible season, not, not bad at all. He's been at Liverpool for five, six years and he's always scored minimum 20 goals per season. So I know some fans are already thinking that maybe we should cash in on Salah and sell him in the summer. Despite what the policy is with our transfer committee in the summer with FSG. I don't think selling Salah is the right option in that regard. So I will even go towards that 
that stance. But overall, a com- not, I wouldn't say a comfortable win, but Liverpool did enough to get the win. They didn't play to their utmost ability, but they did enough to get the three points in the bag. Now that puts Liverpool in sixth place uh, with 59 points and a game in hand. So only six points actually away from full spot, which is currently with Tottenham right now. So I'll be shameless to say, I think we might just nick it in the end, but we have a chance and that's what we've got to do. We've got to fight for that challenge, try and get as many points as possible, keep going and until the end, we'll see where we end up in the league. So long way to go. We've got... 13 games now um, until the season concludes. So let's see, let's see how it's done. Let's keep going. Now on to the next fixture, which is Bournemouth versus Man City. So Man City, despite having a bit more of a gap, which is five points now, continue to mount pressure on Arsenal. Alvarez opens the opening goal. Scrappy finish, but hey, you know the saying right place at the right time and that's a true mark of a goal scorer there and speaking of goal scorers who else but Haaland gets his name on the score sheet with the second goal that's goal number 27 in the Premier League absolutely ridiculous I I think he's definitely on course to beat the I think Salah's got the record for 32 goals so yeah I think I think that's going to be broken but in due time third goal mistake from Bournemouth as the ball was given away by Billing and Foden took advantage with a simple finish. Fourth goal was an old goal from Bournemouth. Bournemouth were able to get a consolation goal with Lerma. In the end, for me, this was a walk-in-the-park performance for City and another three points in the bag. They need to keep winning and just see how it goes, hoping Arsenal draw or drop points uh, in the upcoming fixtures. So they need to do their part, keep winning and see how it goes. Final game, Tottenham versus Chelsea. This game concluded as 2-0 to Tottenham. Now, the quest for Chelsea's first win in 2023 continues as Spurs put them in their place with a comfortable 2-0 victory. Over £600 million spent and they still can't buy a win. Raheem Sterling in the first half gets fouled in the box and there was huge penalty shots. I'll be honest, I've seen them given in the past but at the same time, there wasn't a huge contact on Sterling either. So it would have been a soft penalty if it was given. Hoiberg for Tottenham goes close by smashing the post. Sterling, pretty much the busiest player for Chelsea there, creates another chance for himself. But hits his shot straight at the goalkeeper. Ziyech and Richarlison go toe-to-toe after a little battle on the pitch. I was hoping Ziyech would deck him, but, you know... Got to keep it professional in, in these situations. Uh, he gets shot by Emerson. And natural instinct, Ziyech lash, lashes out and pushes him out the way. Ref gives him a red card, but then eventually retracts his decision after reviewing the incident on the VAR monitor, which was the right call. But the opening goal came from a very unlikely source. But well, what a hit it was. Oliver Skip runs towards the ball and smashes it towards the goal and hits the crossbar in lovely finish and his first goal for Spurs so a special moment for the young player there the talisman Harry Kane grabs the second goal 
and final goal to conclude the game. So great win for Spurs as they managed to bounce back from their last week's defeat against Leicester City. They managed to always get these wins at the right time so they don't lose that momentum towards that top four spot. Chelsea, on the other hand, it's not looking good for Graham Potter, to be honest. I think he's running out of time. Um, if Chelsea don't get a win in the next two, three fixtures, I think he may face a sack, unfortunately, as there's been no improvement since his appointment. Don't think he's figured out what formation is the best setup for this team. He's making too many tactical changes during games, which is kind of unsettling the players as a team, as a collective. So I think his days are numbered, unfortunately. Considering how much they spent, I'm sure the owners will not be pleased in terms of what they see. In regards to the owners, they were pretty reckless in the transfer market as well. They were treating it like a Black Friday sale where they were buying everything and everything on the shelf but not actually knowing what they need and what they don't need. So let's see how the season unfolds for Chelsea. I would have said they're in the same boat as Liverpool, but Liverpool have made some strides over over the last two, three weeks. So yeah, crazy season. Lots of ups and downs. And for me, that's not going to stop. We're going to see a lot of twists and turns as, as the fixtures unfold. So that's my review of Match Week 25. Before we conclude the show, I'll announce the FPL Manager of the Week. And that is Jamal Zuhur, who his team name is Masjid FC. Uh, so well done to Jamal. Uh, you managed to notch up 122 points, which is unbelievable. I got 83 points thinking I did amazing. But yeah, you... So you smashed my record to bits there. And I believe that the 122 points that you've got this week is the highest FPL manager um, all season. So huge congratulations. Good selection in terms of your team. I saw you had Van Dyke and you had Morris as well. So you had some good good players there, helped you with your with your position in the league. So yes, yeah, so that wraps us, us for today. So thank you for everyone for tuning in. Um Big shout out to you guys. I'm trying to do as much content as possible due to being MIA for the last few weeks. Next show will be tomorrow evening as I will be joined by a special guest to do the match preview of Liverpool versus Manchester United. Uh, this show will take place at 11pm UK time. So stay tuned. Follow me on, on Twitter at AussieFTP and you can also follow me at Aussie.FTP on Instagram for any updates regarding upcoming shows. But yeah, that's us for tonight. So thank you again, as always. Take care, stay safe, and I hope to see you all very soon. Good night. 